come up and sit and sit side sitting with your right foot bent in and your left your left leg not bent back but your left leg forwards open to the side so your left leg straight and your right knee bent in front of you and put both hands on the floor in front of you and now did i just make it a little bit harder for you to come up onto your hands and knees or come up onto your knee anyway with your pelvis or not try the idea what what just became harder about coming forward onto your knee bringing your pelvis forward and coming onto your hands and knee mm, yes yeah, start to get creative yeah see what gets in the way and if your foot just gets in the way then move your foot yeah. yeah your hands in front yeah So we do this all this stuff slowly and gradually and fell in Christ and reversibly and so on. Babies of course don't babies like flail around and they fall and they push but they do actually do things with incredible balance because they don't actually have the musculature to motor through things. They actually have to figure out and they've got this big head to help them. They've got this huge head which can like relative to their body it gives them this incredible sort of lever, you know, to go anywhere, right? Babies this huge head they have. So they would have like a big head to counterbalance the pelvis. Imagine having a big baby head in a cave. How about that? Yeah, so we would be looking. Babies wouldn't try to do it without momentum. We're looking Feldenkrais to do it at a quality without momentum, but you might use momentum early as you're trying, right? I can do it there with momentum. Uh-huh. Yeah. And do think about those four points that your hands and knees would be on if you were forward on your hands and knees. So your hands pretty close to your knees. See if what would be the place where you'd want your right, not straight forward. Right, you're going a little bit to the side, so that's one way you might approximate it. Yeah. And babies also do that at the stage. They do a lot of rocking forwards and backwards to get the momentum. Yeah. Babies do a lot of that. Okay. Now, so okay, we got the idea. So you got the idea with momentum, but you got kind of the idea with momentum, a bit too much to the side, whatever. But that's what we call getting the idea. You got the idea, the shape. Okay. So now come up onto your hands and knees. Come up onto your hands and knees. So now we go. How can we sort of sort out some of the ingredients in the interim, in the in between the beginning and the end of that idea, so that you've got more resources and you can make it easier. So begin now to um, slide your left foot out. Leave your left knee where it is, but pivot your left foot out, and then come back to where you started. So you just slide your knee. You just pivot your leg. You don't slide your knee. You pivot on your knee. Turn on your knee. Slide your left foot out, and come back to where you started from. And just feel, feel how your hip bone turns in your hip joint, your thigh bone, right? Sorry, turns in your hip joint. And how your whole pelvis turns and your left side shortens as your left foot slides out. How far out does your left foot slide? How much is your left side willing to shorten? Does it shorten all at the waist? Does it shorten in the ribs? How close do the left shoulder and the left hip start to come to one another? Just feel that connection of shortening your left side, lengthening your right side, turning your foot out. And actually turn and tilt your head to look at your foot. So slide your left foot out and look over your leg, over your arm, sorry, towards your left foot. 
over your arm or over your shoulder towards your left foot. So you're sort of bending your spine now from both directions, from both sides, from the hip and from the neck and the head. leave that and take a rest. You can just sit back and rest or you can lie down, whatever you like. Now we're going to get our feet a bit into this picture, so let us get to know our feet a bit. Come up onto your hands and knees. And we've been doing everything we've been doing so far with our feet extended out back, the front of your back, top of your foot, I mean, on the floor. So now take your feet and fold them, toes under, and then extend them again, toes backwards. So just go back and forth between folding your toes under as if for running, and then taking your toes and lying your foot backwards, lying the top of your foot on the floor. Just go back and forth. Bend your ankle, straighten your ankle. Touch the floor with the ball of your foot or your toes and then touch the floor with the top of your foot and your front of your ankle. And do you feel any echo of this, say, in your pelvis or something? Is there something that makes sense for your pelvis to do with this? Or is this all isolated in your lower leg and how you feel this? You can try arching your back and sticking out your tail as you go in one direction or the other and then coming back and rounding your back to the ceiling as you go in the other direction. See which one just sort of makes sense for you. Or maybe they equally make sense. Just... Try that out. Just get to know a little bit about how your ankles and your pelvis talk to one another. That means your spine and everything. And now do your legs opposite. So uh, do, instead of together, taking your feet, instead of together planting your toes and putting the tops of your feet on the floor, do one and then the other. So one foot plants the toes and the other foot, the back of the foot, top of the foot on the floor, and then switch. So one foot toes under as if for running, the other foot extended, and then switch. You distinguish them. Each side do something different. Speed it up a bit, a little bit faster. Plunk, plunk, plunk. As long as you're not holding your breath, as long as you're Spine, your pelvis still a little bit free. Great. Okay, sit back, take a little rest.
Okay, come up to onto your hands and knees again. And with the tops of your feet resting on the ground, your ankles extended. Now turn your left foot out, and as you turn your left foot out, bend your toes under. And as you turn your left foot back to the back, put the back of top of your foot on the floor. So you're alternating. Standing your toes, standing on your toes as if you're going to take off and run when your foot is out. And then top of your foot on the floor when the foot is back. And you can look towards your foot as your foot comes out. Bend the whole length of your spine. Shorten your whole left side. Experiment a bit with the other option that you uh, have your toe planted when your left foot's behind you and have your foot long, the top of your foot on the floor when your foot's out to the left side. And then just sit back and take a rest. Rest for a moment, sitting back. And then come up on your hands and knees again. And extend your left leg straight out to the side. So you've got your, um, you're really on your two hands, your right knee, and the inside of your left foot. And like this, can you start to turn your left leg so you turn your toes towards the ceiling and then turn your heel towards the ceiling? And feel what your pelvis does to help your hip joint turn like this, how your right side shortens and lengthens, how easy is it to go in the one direction and the other. You can try looking towards your foot when you bring the heel up or looking towards the foot when you bring your toe up, which is going to make more sense to you. And whichever you're doing, make sure that you also do looking towards when you bring your heel up. So it might have made more sense to look towards your foot when you're bringing your toes up, but also look towards your foot when you're bringing your heel up. And feel how whole right side lengthens, left side shortens, 
How does your pelvis turn around your right hip, around your left hip? Okay, and take a rest. Lie down, lie on your back and take a rest. And then come up to sit again. Sit with your right leg bent in front of you, your left leg open to the side, long. Hands on the floor in front of your right leg. And now can you come forwards onto your hands and knees and what are you going to do with your left leg to help make that a reality, to replace the momentum? What can you do more intelligently in your organization now to replace the momentum you had to use at the beginning? At the beginning, we were all launching ourselves forward with some power to get. So your left leg now, don't treat it as a, as a simple barrier, but as part of you. How are you going to move it? How are you going to use it? Where is it going to go? Where is it, how is it going to turn to help you come forwards onto your hands and knees? Go ahead and cheat. Go ahead and cheat. Go ahead and cheat. Fudge that a bit, yeah. See, now you kind of, it's a bit of a push up for you then if you bend your elbows, right? Yeah. It's helping you take your weight forward, but. Someone's decided to do it entirely without her hands. 
It's just the extra super advanced version <laughs> without your hands at all. Easier, yeah, easier hands free. Okay, now this is it. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay, show me. Show me how it's easier without your arms. You had the whole. Uh-huh. <laughs> now you're right, it depends on once we use our arms, what do we do with them? So if once we use our arms, then we're into bracing or holding something, then you've lost the ability to use your head to, to bring you forward, right? <laughs> Come up onto your hands and knees with your left leg out to the side. Try that. And try going backwards. It's always easier to fall backwards than to go forwards. Can you come backwards to sit behind your right foot and slide your right foot in and then slide your right foot out and come forwards? Find it easier with your hands. Well, partly you can also use your hands if you don't just not use your hands, but actually take your hands forward. Then that's yeah, and you couldn't slide on the floor because you were sticking to yeah, the floor. I, I, so I, now I, this is your version of sliding on the floor: is just take your hands in the air. Yeah, you could do that. Okay, so we won't do both sides. We're going to leave you lopsided. <laughs> it's always fun to feel lopsided. Come up to stand, walk around, and see what this added to what we already did.